Hello, hello there. My name is Moe and my co-host Corey. We are The Real Guys and this is The Real Show with two ears. We're a part of a Bad Batch, you could say, Corey, because we're reviewing Star Wars Bad Batch Season 2. Are you excited, Corey? I'm very excited. You know what I'm more excited for? The fact that, what month is it? May. What does May mean here at The Real Show? It means uh, uh, Star Wars month. Star Wars month. Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars, Star Wars on one. That's Great. the jingle. It is Star Wars month here at the real show. It's May the. F- it's already been May the fourth. It's May the fifth as we're recording 5th. this. It's Revenge of the Fifth. Yep. I think that's actual. That that as as much pull as May the fourth does. I tell you. It's for May the fourth be with you. Did you celebrate May the fourth somehow? I I watched next week's episode. Uh, well done. I'd already <laughs> seen next week's episode by that point. I spent a whole... Well, not a whole yesterday, but yesterday I watching... Pl- I played some Lego Star Wars Skywalker saga. Nice. I'm, I'm on a mission to unlock every character. Nice. There's like 400 there's or something them, in the yeah. base game. Yeah, there's like... Four, if you've not got DLC, yeah. there's like 400 in the base game. It's really hard. And they all cost a lot of they money. They all cost like 100,000 credits each. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are 35,000 credits. They're cheaper. Yep. But if you want the good characters, like Jabba the Hutt is 500,000 credits. I've not got that much. I have. I've got like mil. I've got like five million or something like that. But what about Phantom Yoda? Phantom Yoda. You can't get. You can't get Ghost Yoda. Ghost Yoda in the game, unfortunately. Is he not? No, he's not. You can't get the ghost. It's just not complete saga. It's Skywalker saga. <sighs> Why would they take it out? Come the ghost, on, man. The ghosts are too powerful, Corey. You can't have the ghosts in the game. Could you get them in complete saga? Yeah, you could get the ghosts. Yeah, okay. get Ghost Obi Wan, Ghost Yoda, and Ghost Anakin. Okay, so I'm not making that. Okay. No, no, the ghosts are from complete saga. I wonder if uh, that's the only game I've ever hundred percent DLC, you know maybe. DLC maybe and Ghost, Ma- Ghost there's, DLC There's Mandalorian DLC There's there Clone is. Wars DLC There is Bad Batch DLC There's Bad Batch DLC There's Rogue One DLC I think there's Solo DLC as well That's like five already yeah, I know on, on May the 4th They released a concept character Luke Starkiller Which mm. is the original Luke Skywalker concept art From the Journal of the Wills Star Wars drafts From George yeah. Lucas in 1976 They released that as a concept kind of character Which is fun Exclusive character from, for May the 4th Yeah are you looking at, the, looking at the DLC now? No, I'm looking at the character list. Oh, right, okay. With how much it costs to buy each one. Oh, excellent. I'm trying to figure out who the you most list, expensive list off, Why don't you list off some characters, Corey, before we get started? Some Star Wars characters. Uh, where is... Oh, oh, why is it doing it in... What, has it got a list up? It's got a list of all the Lego games. Oh, where's, no. Where's... You want Skywalker Saga. That's I the do. most recent Lego Star Wars game. Okay, no, all don't... nine films. How to get and unlock... Oh, here we go. Is it this? And there's sections of each character. It's not like a big grid anymore. Yeah. There's like sections of each. There's like Jedi, okay, hero. Okay, so that's mission, mission, mission. Sith. C3 PRS of 1 is 100,000 studs. Okay. Uh, 20,000, 20,000, 20,000. Oh, man. Do you want Darth Maul? Darth Maul? How much is he? For 200,000. Oh. Or do you want Darth Maul? Without a cape. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I can't afford Darth Maul without a cape. He's not got, not got a cape on. Uh, He's not going to be safe from all the Tatooine sand. 100,000. Without his cape on. 35, 200,000. Mm. Oh, Django Fett. Django Fett casual. Django Fett clone. Django Fett casual. What, is he in his bathrobe? Why does it say Django Fett clone? He's a clone. Anyway. No, I think that's a clone. I think he means like a, just a basic clone yeah. of Django Fett. You know how all clones are clones of Django Fett. That's what I mean. Uh... Palpatine, yeah. Yaddle. Yeah, how much is Yaddle? 200,000. Nice, 200,000. Uh, <laughs> I know Yaddle's... Y- y- you actually get a mission from Yaddle in the game. She tells you to go and fight this... Um, ah. the, the crate dragon on Tatooine. I don't doing that mission. Bloody Tatooine. Yeah. <sighs> Still hate that place. Yariel Poof, he's in the game. Uh, I'm not a fan of that. Or it doesn't cost enough where I've gone, ooh, that's like. Oh, okay. There must be like a. There's always, there's always one that's J- worth. I know, I know Jabba the Hutt's 500,000. There's like, always one that's like a million. Yeah. There's always a, a, a million stud. Million stud character. I call them credits because I'm Mr. Star Wars, as, as you know. Rancor is 500,000. The, the Rancor, well, that's like the biggest character in the Jabba game. Jabba the Hutt, 500,000. Jabba the Hutt. Uh, Mama the Hutt as well. The Clone Wars character, Mama the Hutt, is also 500,000. Well. Can you get. um? What's the baby hut called? Rotter. You can't Clone... get Rotter. Oh, in... that's a shame. In the, I think you can get him in the Clone Wars Lego Star Wars game. Yeah. Lego Star Wars, the Clone Wars, you can play as Rotter. I don't think you can play as him in the Skywalker saga. That's a shame. Unless they've got a Clone Wars DLC and he's in that. But he might Possibly. Be. I know because they've got Captain Rex, and Clone Wars Anakin, Ahsoka, yeah. Clone Wars Obi-Wan. I think Rotter may be in that. I'm not sure. Uh, Wampa, 500,000? It's very possible. 
Wampa, 500,000. Correct. That's surprising. They must be, who would be worth a million now? Okay, now, now I'm on the sequel trilogy. Right, okay. No one in the sequel has got to be worth a million. No, no, surely not. Maybe cl uh, Clone Palpatine. Kylo Ren is 200,000. Kylo Ren, no helmet, is 200,000. If you want to that, his helmet. Wow. Uh, like five Kylo Rens, though, isn't there? There's a lot of um, there's a lot of Palpatines as well. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Chancellor, Senator Palpatine. Luke Skywalker, Emperor. old raincoat. Old, how much is that? Uh, that is a hundred thousand. Okay. 100, I think that's 000. the baseline price. Kylo and Topless, two hundred thousand. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Oh, worth it, bargain. Worth it, by Ben Swallow. Worth bargain. It. Uh, two hundred thousand for Leia. Topless. I love how that's in the game. Yeah. Uh, they should just say Kylo Ren chest <laughs> in full caps. <laughs> Swole. It should be like you know um the Lego uh, Avengers game like the Hulk. It's got a massive torso. Yeah, yeah. Like that. It should be like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've seen concept images of that. Uh, anyone? There must be a, a graphic art. There must be a, a a million or something. Come on. I might have to Google it. No, there isn't. No, I don't think so. Most. That's reasonable. Was there ever a million? There normally is. Mm. Well, I think there was ever a million in the Complete Saga. I don't think there was. In. I remember the Complete Saga characters being dead cheap to buy. You'd uh, go to the cantina and you'd go to Wuha's little desk and you'd, buy, and you'd buy the characters or the red bricks or whatever you wanted. Yeah. Uh, so in... Which one's this for? Uh, is this for the original? Was this complete saga? Well, oh, no, there was two Lego games first. They did they did the prequels first, strangely enough. Then they went back and did the originals. They did the opposite. They went back and did the originals. It then might, they did the complete saga. It might, in, I think in complete saga, it's 500,000. Yeah. I think. Uh, then they did the Clone Wars. I think Wars, Babu like, Frick is 500,000. Babu Frick is 500,000. You've got to buy yeah. Babu Frick. Someone, hey! someone has been replied the saying, why the Frick is Babu 500,000? The, the droid is ready. <laughs> the Anzellans, Corey. You've got to love the Anzellans. Hey! Great. Uh, Babu Frick, he's my oldest friend. <laughs> yeah, I think it. I think it's five hundred thousand. Oh wait, no, Yoda Ghost is one million. Oh, one million two hundred thousand. Yoda 000. Ghost, one million two hundred thousand. Anakin Ghost is a million, and Ben Kenobi Ghost is one million one hundred thousand. Oh dang! So, so it, in the original, there wasn't a million. The, the million studs. Grievous was eight hundred thousand. Wow, wow! In the uh, Skywalker saga, is only. Five hundred, I think, or two hundred thousand. I think I, it's two hundred. I, I remember, saw him. I remember and went getting past Grievous because there's a there's a there's a glitch you can do with Grievous. Oh, okay, I read that right. <laughs> I, I read it. Read? I saw I saw the one million two hundred thousand again. Mm. I thought, why is it come back up? And I read it, and I read the wrong name. I read Admiral Akbar. Admiral like, Akbar, what? it's a trap. <laughs> but no, he's only three hundred. He's okay. only thirty-three thousand. It's I a like, trap. I was like, whoa! One million studs. <laughs> There's a glitch you can do with General Grievous. That would be really one. funny if there's a secret character for a million studs and you buy it and it just goes, it's a trap, Mrs. Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. And of course, <laughs> no character because it is a trap and you've just wasted a million yeah. of your currency. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just that voice line. It's just, it's a trap. Oh, please. It's like some random other. It's um, Admiral Akbar. No, Admiral Akbar. I know it would be Admiral Akbar still if you just swap the first. Admiral Akbar, it would be. Damn it. Admiral Akbar. Or Radmiral Rackbar. <laughs> That's like Admiral Akbar, like when it's he's. It's like, um. Um. <laughs> oh, out. God, what is it? I literally just watched Tackle the Climbs. Um. Spoilers for next week, Corey. You can't oh, say that kind of thing. Oh, God. Um. There's like Newt Gunray. Newt Gunray. And then you had the other guy. Was that like Newt Gunay or something? Oh, yeah. Root Gunay. Root Gunay is his name. <laughs> same name. He's <laughs> called Root Gunay, and he's a completely different character to Newt Gunray. <laughs> it's just like you just scrambled for letters, haven't you? The letters up, haven't you? <laughs> you just mixed up the letters. Anyway, Root Gane. I think he's in episode three, isn't he? I think so. Look up Root Gane. I want to see where where Root Gane is from. Uh, I only know he him. might be in Attack of the Clones. I, I don't know who Newt Gunray's sister was. I think it was Luria Stofine, but I'm not sure. I only know it because it was in our uh, obscure yeah, characters. Yeah, obscure characters, which we're going to do again this month as well. Root Gane. It's fine. I've, I've been I've been looking for some. Yeah, fine. me too as well. Uh, where's the appear appearances? Episode three. Episode three. Yeah, I thought so. Episode three. Episode three. Is he in? We might have to find out who who his assistant was. This in the Attack of the Clones because he has the other guy who goes. Is he in Lego Star Wars by any chance? Root Gunay. I don't think he is. I know Newt Gunray is. I don't think he is. I don't think Root Gunay is. I don't. Th oh, what a shame. Shame. Our favorite. One of our best Star Wars characters, Root Gunay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't think he is. Mm. Oh, that's a shame. What a shame. 
Sorry, uh, Rugenay. Sorry, Rugenay. Sorry about that. Shout out to you, Rugenay. Yes. Trade for famous Trade Federation uh, official. Anyway, back to the bad batch. Yes, after ten uh, minutes of Lego ba- Star Wars, we're back with the we're back with the team. We've got Hunter, Tech, Echo, uh, Crosshairs on the Imperial side, yep. and uh, Wrecker mm-hmm. as well, and and Omega. Yes, Omega, uh, played by Michelle Ang, and the Bad Batch as performed by D. Bradley Baker. Now, I would probably say the best way for us to do this. Because is to not focus on the plot at all. No. Because we've got, talk about, we've bear got mind, 12 episodes listener, to cover. 12 episodes to cover, and we, and we watched this all when it finished months ago. Yeah, and we have like half an hour to do it in. So this is just going to be a general overview general of overview, just everything. Things we like, stuff we enjoyed about it, things where we think it might go next yeah. season, because we know it does have another season. We also know it will be the final season next yes. season. So we have a lot to get through here. Mm. First thing is... Uh, connections to sort of greater Star Wars. I know I'm going to jump into this pretty quickly. That's fine. But uh, we get a few cameos this season, a few big cameos. One of them is from Emperor Palpatine himself. Correct. Chief Palpatine turns up in the sort of yep. very Senate spy type episodes where we see uh, Senator Rio Chuchi and Bail Organa. They're trying to solve out what happens to the clones. Yep. And Admiral Rampart is trying to push the clones out of service to create a new imperial military by uh, conscripts rather than clones. Yes, correct. This caused a big conspiracy. There's a clone assassin who's like a who's called like Clone Zero or something like that. He's like the first sort of very heavily indoctrinated clone. Yeah. Uh, he's captured by Captain Rex, who's on the side of the rebels now, or on the side of like a clone resistance. Then we figure out that the the clones are being sort of decommissioned quite heavily in the military and aren't being sent away. Yep. And uh, being, you know, taken prison, things like that. Because we see the clones are actually rescued. Captain Hauser returns from the Ryloth arc, if you remember him. Mm-hmm. Give that very famous speech about, you know, rising up and fighting back. Captain Hauser is rescued by Captain Rex and his, his freedom fighters of clones, along with Echo. Yeah. Because we actually, Echo uh, leaves the batch for a few episodes. Spoilers, he... He heads off with Captain Rex to kind of join the, the clone resistance. He does. Goes off to his own thing. Which is, isn't handled well by Omega, mm. but it's handled very well by the rest of the squad who seem to just move on and that's yes. Omega's sort of beef. Yeah, because that's what they do. Omega is like, you can't move on. We've let, we, we've, he's gone somewhere else. We have to, you know, what would Echo do? We have to remember him. Yeah. You know, it's not really like he's died, but... The rest of the squad is like, oh, well, we have to move on anyway. You can't leave them behind. And that's what they did with Crosshair. Crosshair turned to the other side. Yeah. Crosshair joined the Imperials, and they moved on like nothing happened. Where were you then, Omega? Yeah. Where were you then? I mean, this is, this is a weird thing, and I think I kind of get why they did it. Obviously, because in this whole series, you've got a lot of random stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I think the reason why Echo leaves is, I guess, to make it so that when... Yeah. When tech... Spoilers. Tech dies. Nice. Yeah. It's then easier for her to move on because she's had to move on from Echo leaving, mm. and so now it's easier for her, even though she didn't take that well either. Because uh, you have yeah, you have uh, Echo uh, leaves and yes. comes back. Tech dies. Crosshair now is kind of turning back good again. Yeah, Crosshair is kind of, of the on series. the path to, to redemption here. Um, tries to send a message across. Does send an old message across? I think. Yeah, he does send a me- he does send a message back, but they it's too kind of too late by yeah. that point. And they've already captured. Um, they've already captured Omega. Yes. Because it's um, the forces of the Empire in this is not only do we see Grand Moff Tarkin again played yep. by Stephen Stanton. Do Always we did. like to see Tarkin around in Star Wars. One of my favourite Star Wars characters, Grand Moff Tarkin. With his home world of Iriadu and his fortress on the Carrion Plateau, yep. which is from actually from the Tarkin novel, which is a really nice addition. I read the Tarkin novel about two days, written by James Lucino. Great Star Wars book. Um, the Carrion Plateau is like a very harsh, remote, mountainous range of the planet Iriadu. Mm-hmm. That's where Tarkin kind of grew up. Uh, it's got a very rich family, but he was sort of taught to survive in very harsh condition. And yep. it sort of molded him into sort of the cold, ruthless man he is. So I always like to see the connection to the, the greater EU and the Star Wars expanded universe with those those books and the yeah. novels there. I always like Iriadu. Iriadu's been a thing since like the 1970s, so it doesn't really matter. But on that... Uh, on that building, we also see uh, other Imperials are joining in this great summit meeting they're having. Uh, Dr. Royce Hemlock is there, who's played by Jimmy Simpson, who you might know. He's a very famous character actor. Yep. If you know Jimmy Simpson, he was in, uh, I think he, he was in like House of Cards and things mm. like that. And, you know, he's been around a bit. Also in that meeting is um, uh, very, 
there's a guy. Oh, what's his? Oh, God, goodness me, what's his name? I know the actor's name. If you don't know his name, um, I can't help you. Je oh, General Romadi, that's his name. There General Hurst Romadi. He's played by Anthony Delatour. He was in Rogue One, and he reprises his role here. Yeah. Um, Admiral Coburn is also uh, at the meeting. Uh, I think it was going to be Yolaren, but it probably changed because, unfortunately, Tom Kane, who voices Yoda and Yolaren, suffered a stroke and is no longer able to, you know, speak. Yeah. Unfortunately, which is very sad. But um, Admiral, Admiral Coburn is there as well, who was Plo Koon's admiral from the Clone Wars. Then we have, uh, at that time, Lieutenant Commander Orson Krennic, who is voiced by uh, Ben Mendelsohn again. Did you notice Krennic in the meeting? They Dave. do ask him. They do reference him. Yep. Uh, I... I Clocked him pretty early on. There was a shot of him looking at Hemlock, yeah. and I thought at the time, is that Director Krennic? It kind of looks like him. He's wearing a white uniform. He's got the red. He would have been a commander at this point. And Tarkin goes, Commander Krennic, talk to us about the Death Star. And I go, oh yes. And he has, and he says one line of dialogue. Yeah. And that's it. Yep. And I thought, oh well, it's a two-part. I'll have him say more in the second part. No, nope, nope. doesn't say a word. But Tarkin is reinforced <laughs> by the TK troopers, who are the human yeah. stormtroopers. Did you like their design? The proto I quite like them. Design? Yeah. I and quite the, like that. The sort of red version, there's like the shock trooper yeah. version. They're cool as well. Uh, Echo, Echo um, joins the squad to, 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 to help them with this mission because they uh, the squad were originally sequestered away on Parbu. Yes. Lovely little world. Quaint little place. Parbu, quaint little place. It's not on Scarif, as people, have, people were thought of. Nope. People thought that Pabu was on Scarif, which was very depressing to think about as to what happens to Scarif. But Pabu's just an island, a nice little yeah. island. They have like a little side side Clone Wars style adventure where, you know, there's a big wave going to hit the island. We've got a, even though that episode is like terrifying because I've got a big fear of natural disasters. Really? And yeah. And whenever that happens, I'm like, oh, no, it's, it's just the, yeah. the height of the wave and you can't outrun it. It's faster than you'll ever be. And you're just trying to get away and it's all oh, this massive wave. Oh, it's terrifying. I don't like. I've got a. I've got a big fear of natural disasters. So that makes sense. And it's Omega and the mayor of Parbu's son. What was the mayor called? Daughter. I can't remember. Daughter. Oh, sorry. Um, um, I can't. I don't remember what the mayor of Parbu's son was. But he I, like. I remember him looking at just like a jovial fellow. Yeah. He was just like a happy. It's like Santa Claus. Like a yes. big happy man. Yeah. He cooks you a great dinner and he gives you some nice fruit for dessert. Yeah, exactly. Him and Wrecker get on really well. But Omega and the daughter go out in the boat, and there's like all the tide goes out, and like, that's the first time there's going to be a Mayor Hazard. What? That's his name, apparently. Hazard? Mm -hmm. That's a big warning sign, though, isn't there? Yeah. Your mayor's called Hazard. <laughs> it's probably Hazard or some Hazard. weird name, but yeah, it's yeah. spelled Hazard. Okay. <laughs> right, Mayor Hazard yeah. is. I don't, guy called, don't let a guy called Hazard as your mayor. It's like called a mayor disaster. Yeah. <laughs> no, wonder, no wonder it happened. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They get they have to evacuate everybody to the upper level yes. of uh, Parbu. A nice little detail. I remember Steve Bloom is in this episode. Renowned voice actor Steve Bloom. He plays the old man. Correct. Just saying that Steve Bloom's in everything. He's, he was in The Mandalorian as yep. well. Uh, is he Attack of the Clones? I don't know. Might be. Uh, that's next week's episode. For the rest of uh, the Bad Batch, I think I want to talk a bit about Hunter. I've got written down here. Okay. I want to talk about Hunter because... People thought the Hunter was a bit generic initially. It was just kind of like, oh, regular tough guy. I've got no real special skill. But what is Hunter's special skill? Wait, wait, do you mean people thought it was generic? It was like season one. Yeah, season one. He doesn't, yeah, you know, he's like, oh, I'm just a tough leader. Um, but what is his, people say, what is his enhancement? I mean... Because you, everyone else, it's fairly yeah. obvious. Uh, crosshair, great at sniping. Yep. Wrecker, tough guy, brute strength, power, tough guy. Uh, tech, obviously very smart. Uh, Echo, he's like the uh, the gadget guy, yeah. you know. Uh, people say that tech and Echo kind of do the same job, but uh, I guess I, I've always thought that tech is software, yeah. and Echo is hardware. That's yeah. the, that's always the way I've I've thought of it. But what's Hunter's skill? Omega I've, is obviously you know, yeah, woman. Well, she's and she's small, small. Well, yeah, I Sne guess that's sneak, a skill. sneak around, sneak around, fit into places. Fit into, yep, agile. Yeah. But what's Hunter's skill? I I think I know. I think they have said what Hunter's skill is. Okay. But what do you think? I've always viewed Hunter as one of two things, which is either one, just an all-rounder, pretty much good at a bit mm. of everything, so he can help out. He's not as strong as Wrecker, but he's still he's yeah, stronger yeah. than everyone else. Mm. He's you know not as smart as the others, but he's got a bit of wits about yeah. him. Or 
And the thing that I was pulling down to is he's the one, if, if they were all alone on a desert planet, he's the one that will survive on his own. Survivalist? Yeah. Now, I think something similar. I think he's got a, sen- it's like sensing. We does it, is does it a couple of times. Yeah. Like when the wave goes out on yeah. Parvo, he can tell there's yep. going to be uh, a tsunami because he can kind of sense it in the or ground. When, when they get trapped in that mine. Yes, when Omega and uh, Tech, not Tech. Yeah, it's tech. It is tech, yeah. They fall down a little mine thing, and yeah. it's sent straight away. He's like, oh, tries to call him, can't call him, he knows there's something wrong, he's off. Yeah, exactly. Which is almost, uh, again, we're going to it next week as well, uh, like weirdly forced. Yeah, I thought thing. the same. It's weirdly forced. It's not, it's not the, just, it's not it, there. It, it's might, not exact- it might be because we just watched Attack of the Clones, which yeah. has that in it as a somewhat plot point. So my mind's but not it's, going, it's not, ah. I don't think it is the force. I think it's <laughs> no. very close to being the force. I think it's just a very heightened level th- of adeptness. He, he just knows when yeah. something's not right. Like heightened sensors, like he's yeah. a wolf, like his hackles are raised. Yeah. Like he knows something's wrong. Yeah. I feel like that's his special skill. He's got like heightened sensors, like in the air, or he can smell something, or he can see something. That's what I think Hunter's skill is, other yeah. than just being, again, the survivalist, the yeah. you know military, uh, military man that he is. But we get some nice character development this season. Tech, of course, being the casualty of the season, has a lot of development. Tech has a lot just for them to go, just right, to he's go, gone yeah. now. To, I felt like it was... I felt like I kind of had a bit of intuition because they were setting him up with that pirate um, woman and they have a, like, a nice conversation but it gets on the shuttle head to where you are. Yep. like, hey, if you ever want to settle down, you know there's a place for you here and I really like you. I love you, Tech. And Tech goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like Perceptor from the Transformers. I like, to, th- really... I like to think that Tech knew she had feelings for him, mm. felt too awkward to reject her, and went, I'm going to sacrifice myself now. Yeah. Just thought I'd say no. So I don't have to go back and, and confess my feelings. <laughs> 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 um, I, I noticed, and I was like, okay, right, they're giving him some... But I was like, we're giving him some in. Development, yeah. Because I'm like, okay, everyone else has got Even some though, in. And I thought Tech was very... If you watch... This is a tiny theory that I have. Yeah. If you watch the Clone Wars episode where the Bad Batch are in, they're very... I don't want to say stereotypical, but they're very like caricatures of their bad batch self. Yeah. Like wreckers, I'm really dumb, I'm really strong. Tech is like, oh yes, do you know the the, the frequency is one point seven five oh da da that kind of thing. Crosshair's like, I'm really idiot, I've got a sniper rifle. And Hunter is like, I'm boring, I'm regular man. That's 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 their Clone Wars characters. Yeah. But in the bad batch they kind of refine them a bit to make them more nuanced. And I like that because they're not just the same kind of very over, over the top characters they are in, in the Clone Wars. Yeah, like they have changed from their Clone Wars selves, I mean, which is good. Everyone else as well, bar kind of Wrecker a little mm. bit. Like in this series, has had something. Echo goes away. Um, Hunter has his thing with Omega. Omega yeah, Tech, Tech kind has of has the same thing with Omega as well. And then and so I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm like, they're, they're giving Tech something. Yeah. Uh, but then now that it's in hindsight, just giving something just when they yeah, kill him off, it's more impactful. Um, now the, a bit. The mm. rule of the Star Wars killing off is: if you don't see the dead body, they're not, not dead. dead. Which we don't. We we know his glasses get taken. Yes. But it doesn't mean he's dead. Doesn't mean he's dead. No, he could be a <laughs> cyborg. He could have been. That's what happened to Echo. He they could have Echo, fell somewhere else. Yeah, Echo died on the Citadel. People thought he died on the Citadel when the shuttle blew up. Yeah, but no, he was actually taken by the Techno Union and turned into a cyborg. That was in season seven of the Clone Wars, yep. and he was using this sort of to f- as a separatist weapon to kind of filter Republic battle plans. Yep. The only gripe I have with the it's the only, only thing I can kind of think of with the characters in this. Uh, I don't know if you thought the same. I was watching this. I was watching the Bad Batch. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, we go. See uh, episodes four onwards from what we covered last time. And I forgot when it was. I think it was episode um, like six or seven or something. Where it's like the first... And then Crosshair turns up. I'm like, yeah, I yeah. Thought, you've not been here for a while. I forgot you were a thing. I feel like Crosshair's kind of not fully forgotten about. Obviously, he has this whole thing of he's kind of good now. Yeah, yeah. But like... Barely does anything. Command, Commander Cody's in that episode. Corey. Yeah, I know. Do you remember Commander Cody? I do. Commander Cody's this episode. He's an Imperial. He's got new grey armor. Because then you have cool like cool and slick. Because then you have the whole thing of okay, now he's doing another mission for someone else, and then he tries to shoot whatever. Commander and then Cody, he... yeah. that is a great episode. Though. It's that a really good like, episode. Though I didn't think the Bad Batch started off very exciting for me. I yeah. was like, okay, sure, same old hijinks. Oh, there's a pirate woman. Oh yeah, you know, Sid's insufferable. Yeah. That kind of stuff. And then you get to the cl- cross episode and you're blown out of your seat. They're really because good. Because 
there's got the action, it's got yeah. the action from the off, it's got Commander Cody, he's got the battle droids are back, it's got, you're taking back the Separatist holdout, oh, it's amazing. You've got the TK troopers, you've got the action of the political intrigue of it's the kind of a Separatist governor who resisted the Republic. She's like, oh, I worked with Mina Bonteri, who was a Clone Wars character, who tried to yeah. make peace between the Republic and the Separatists, and she was murdered by Count Dooku's enforcers because Count Dooku was understudious to you know, keep the war going. So they had to prevent the, the any chance of you know sponsoring of the peace accord that kind of stuff yep but what happened was this person who we didn't see but she wasn't in the clone wars but this character worked with mina bonteri and wanted peace with the republican and, and the separatists but it wasn't allowed so she's like i the only way we can create peace is to you know continue to strive for the the clone wars which everyone considers to be over you know so what they had to do was cross out to make a choice of whether he had to you know kill this person or possibly consider that everything he believed in the Empire was wrong, and Cody was willing to do that. Cody was willing to actually give peace to these sort of separatist fighters and kind of say, you know what, yeah, the Empire was wrong, the Clone Wars was fought completely, it's got this proxy war, so I'm willing to lay down my arms and let you continue as you are, and Crosshair wasn't willing to do that. Yeah. Crosshair was willing to believe that good soldiers follow orders. But no, I, I do enjoy his episodes, but there are certain points where I'm like, kind of forgot you were a thing because mm. he obviously they doesn't don't re- dwell on him early no which he, is i felt like what they should have done he because obviously in the whole first series right you have the whole thing of crosshair turns evil and then it's like oh, okay now they're gonna have to fight someone they fight knew crosshair. And, yeah exactly and then in the second season okay, maybe, maybe they'll meet again maybe and then they don't mm. ever do anything they have like one communication barely mm. and now it's like okay so now crosshair's Looking like he's going to go back. If I was in the Empire, I'd be questioning how Crosshair got onto that, onto that platform from Topoka City, which was destroyed true. by those Venators. Also true. I'd wonder how long he was there for and who put him there. Yeah. Unless his story, what? What was his story? They said they left him there for 38 days or something like that. His rotations is what Admiral yeah. Rampart said. So he was there and he got there. It's like, but how did he get off? How did you survive yeah. the city being blown up? Oh, did you like jump out on the city? Did you swim over there? It's a long way from the from the city, but Admiral Rampart is actually uh, arrested yep. in the Senate hearing because Palpatine says that Admiral Rampart is a rogue agent in the Empire, and we're going to arrest him and, and take him away. Yeah, because he is his ships destroyed Camino is apparently a, a a bid for his own personal power yes. rather than to aid the Empire. So it was Admiral Rampart's galaxy again. But if I wasn't on the Empire side, I'm wondering, well, how did they do that planet wide? Yeah. And also the Emperor's the Emperor and the Empire's classic excuse of oh it's some kind of disaster, they always say that. Oh what? Um uh Canare's been destroyed, Andor's planet, it's a mining disaster. Jeddah's been destroyed, oh it's a mining disaster. Yeah. Camino's been destroyed, oh it's a natural disaster, a big storm. There's a lot of disasters that happen in, in the Empire, I don't think it could be anything, you know. Yes. Nothing else, nothing to do with here, I don't look at you know. Yeah. Um but no, one thing I will say though, and this is, well, I'm not going to break it down episode by episode, but if for some reason you're not seeing the Bad Batch, which you're probably not watching this, you probably have if you're watching this, but yeah. I really enjoyed, um, like, pretty much the middle part of this. I think episode 11 is my favourite. Yeah, yeah. Really the enjoyed The finale is really good. I will accept it. The finale is really good. Mid season, there's like a point where it does kind of dip for I, me. I liked. Uh, episode 11 which is oh. the one with the like uh, they go in the old ship and there's the creature that breaks out on it oh the Zillow Beast returns yeah. so yeah I love that because I'm like this is like Dead that Space for Dead Star Space. Wars yeah, it great. turns into like Godzilla yeah. I completely forgot the Zillow Beast was even in it that's from like 2009 yeah. that's like season 2 Star Wars they never resolved where that was going either <laughs> It just got Palpatine, picked up by someone. It just got, yeah, well, no, what happened was <laughs> this whole Zillow Beast thing, Breakout, Malastare, got on Coruscant, yeah. you remember? And Palpatine at the end of the episode was like, we're going to clone the beast. Yeah. He tells Dr. Ball to clone it and he's smiling in the gunship when he flies away at the end. They're like, oh, what's going to happen? Are we going to have cl- Zillow Beast clones? Are we Zillow Beast like armor? No, we don't. We never find out or anything for like... Maybe next season. Ten years. Yeah. Nothing happens. Maybe next season. And then... This episode, we get it. And yeah. I'm like, there's like, I'm so excited to finally have the Zillow Beast back in Star Wars. Yep. Because even when that creature came out, I was like, what is this? Is this. Because the, the start of the episode is there's a derelict transport floating yep. through space, and a clone commando is fighting for his life. I'm like, is this Death Troopers? It's like, it's like Death Troopers. Yeah. Not the Death Trooper, the, the, the Trooper class, but the novel Death Troopers. Do you know about it? Where it's like no. Star Wars zombies. Right. 
and there's a Star Destroyer that has this bioweapon on it that gets released. It's like a zombie virus. Yeah. And it's a, this novel called Death Troopers. It's really good. I listened to the audiobook. It's, it's really good. But I thought it was like that. But then when this creature turned up, I was like, wait, is that a Zillow beast? Because the tail was similar. Yeah. But I wasn't sure because it was small. It was like an alien. I was like, oh, maybe this is like an alien kind of thing. Yeah. You know, because it's not got any eyes. It's like, you know, it's got like kind of an alien shell head. I'm like, oh, maybe it is like a xenomorph type. But no, it grew into, because what a Zillow beast does, it absorbs energy, which is amazing because that's what it did in, in the Clone Wars. It was absorbed the tank energy. And that uh, carrier ship, which the clone commandos used, had that same satellite dish on it, which would stun the Zillow Beast to kind of weaken it. And it wasn't as big as it could be anyway. It was only mm. a juvenile Zillow Beast. The one the Clone Wars was an adult that they killed. But, yeah, that was a really, really exciting episode. I, I really enjoyed it. really liked that episode. The uh, one before that, mm. in the mine, where the ship gets stolen, yeah. I quite liked. Okay, I didn't like that as much. I thought it was a bit slow, but... Um, and then I didn't mind Pabu, but Pabu was all right. I did enjoy. For all people say, oh, Pabu was like you know, it wasn't the, bad. Where the story goes to die, but I was like, I think Pabu is actually quite good because it's a chance of a better. It's a chance of the promise of the better life. It's when the hero sees that perfect world he could be I, in, but yeah. wants to still be in the fight. I feel yeah, and also I feel like it's gonna be one of those things where in either season three or four or whatever they'll end up coming. It will come back. Mm. Some way of like either something's happened to it. It's like the Pergil, or or like one of them will go back there and the rest will do. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. There'll be some. It'll be a callback to something. Um, it's a, it's a nice little Speaking break. Of callbacks. Mm -hmm. Do you know who else is in this season who's been in Star Wars before? I not do just indeed. Palpatine. Not just the Battle B One Battle Droids. Not just the Zillow Beast. Not just all, all the. I do. Who is? Or at least I know someone oh, that right, has. Okay. Do you want me to say? Uh, no. Say right. Uh, there was a do video they... game. Oh, you're Clone, thinking... Good Republic Commando... You're thinking different to me. Right, okay, you, you say yours after. Okay. Good Republic Commando, and one of the characters, Scorch, is in the Bad Batch. Okay. He's a clone commander now, he's not a clone commando, he's a clone commander, and he's called Scorch, and he's a Republic Commando. He's voiced by D. Bradley Baker, not the guy that does him in the game, I don't think is It's not D. Bradley Baker, mm -hmm. but... But D. Bradley Baker just does all the clones. If you're looking him up now, he's got kind of black, and you'll recognise him, definitely. Uh, I know Scorch. Don't stop playing advert. Uh, there he is. Yeah, he's got kind of black and gold armour. Yeah. He's a clone commando. He's like an elite. He's part of Delta Squad, which is the most elite clone commando unit with Boss, Sev, yeah. uh, Scorch, and Fixer. So they're all... They're like the most elite clone commando unit. He, is, he was in the Clone Wars for one episode. He was at the start of the episode Witches of the Mist where the Delta Squad retrieved two Jedi bodies from this kind of Savage Press, as like, you remember Savage Press, yeah. has wasted these two Jedi, and Delta Squad was sent in to retrieve the, retrieve the bodies and return them to the Jedi Temple. But Scorch has been, you know, indoctrinated by Order 66 and whatnot. Uh, there was rumour that kind of, there was an episode on Kashyyyk on the Bad Batch, and kind of Sev from the Republic Commando game was kind of lost on Kashyyyk. Mm. So it was rumoured that kind of the reason why um, Scorch might have turned sides to the Empire was because of he kind of lost faith with the bad with sorry not with the bad bat squad he lost faith with the Delta squad after the events of Kashyyyk so that's yeah. why he's on uh, Dr. Hemlock's side and working for him but hey there what yes. is your Star Wars callback or connection uh, so they appear in the Clone Wars animated series mm -hmm. which one um, 2003 or 2007 the 2003 is the one that we watched on this. 2007. 2007, okay. That's the the animated yes. uh, 3D CGI one. Mm -hmm. And they appear in is it episode 7 of this? Or was it episode 6? It's an early-ish one. Okay. Um, episode 6. Right. Gungi. Gungi. Yes. Gungi, yes. The, the Wookiee Jedi. The Wookiee Jedi. You'll remember him from season 5 of The Clone Wars or season 4. Part of the Youngling group. Yep. With um, they're they're all like there's a Rhodian one, there's a Northland yeah. one, uh, there's a couple of humans in there. I don't th I don't think I remember any of their names, but <laughs> I probably should do. But Gunji is the one that I recognise because he's the Wookiee Jedi. Yes, and he's got the wooden lightsaber. Yes, which is and very the, yes stand out for Wookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's only been two, mm. I think. They and there's one in the High Republic as well. I, so High I Republic quickly Jedi. googled Gungi and I was like, oh, he's not the first appearance of a Wookiee Jedi. Wookiee Jedi, yeah. First yeah. appearance was a. They're rare. Like, they're it was rare. like 1990. It's like Chewbacca's son. Oh, rip, lumpy. 
No, it might be a nephew, so it's Lobacker. Oh, right, okay, Lobacker. Whatever relation back, it's a Chewbacker. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, his daughter is his son-in-law. I'm not sure. There's some relation. We know his family. They've got Lumpy, Itchy, and Oh, Noah. yeah. You know, we know that noise. No, it's always like, it's raga, 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 raga. Nep- it is nephew. It's nephew. Nephew, yeah, trained by uh, Trained by Luke, I think. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah that's the Legends um, continuity there. There you go. Itchy and lumpy. On anyway. Kashyyyk, yes. it's kind of like a retelling of an old, of a deleted Clone Wars episode, which is strange. There's, you might think it was weird of why the Trandoshans are working with Phase 2 clone troopers. Yes, I definitely it's because, thought that. Yeah, it's because this episode is is a is a kind of a retelling or a remixing of an episode of um, the Clone Wars, which was scrapped for season eight. Uh, meant to be the final season, of course. They did get a, an ending. Clone Wars ended for season seven, and yep. da da da. It was a very good season. Siege of Mandalore, fantastic arc. But in season eight, rumored season eight was going to be a Bad Batch story where they go to Kashyyyk and free the Wookiees from uh, Trandoshan hunters or Trandoshans who are using Separatist technology. Yeah. Trandoshans are enforced by the Separatists, right? Which is why they're using AATs, armored assault tanks. And that's why they're using, you know, they've got flamethrowers and stuff like that. And the villain in this episode, I don't know what he's called, Commander something, Lizard Man, uh, the Trandoshan villain in this episode is was the villain from that arc. They've just right. used him again. Oh, that makes sense. And I really like that episode because not only does it go into the Wookiee culture with the trees and stuff, it means oh, a great deal to them. Yep. But also establishes the rivalry between Trandoshans and Wookiees. Because in the book of Boba Fett, Black Crescenton, who is the big Wookiee bounty hunter, has a massive fight with some Trandoshans. And there's a, a Garth of Whip kind of mentions that, you know, Wookiees don't like Trandoshans. Because Trandoshans skin Wookiees for pelts and hunt them. And, yes. And there's a big rivalry between those two species. And Bosk is kind of like Chewbacca's nemesis. Yeah. But no, it was a really good... You know what Bosk's full name is? Bosk Follomew. No, look it up. Boskerville. Boskerville. I wish it was Boskerville. Bosk. Hound, hounds of the Boskervilles. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, what? Go on, have a go at That's that. worse. Have a go at that. Bosk Wasak. Kradosk. Yeah, Bosk Wasak Kradosk. Great. That's his full name. That's... Bosk to his friends. George, you should have just got me. Boskovich. Bosk... Boskerville is what you Boskerville said. Boskerville is way better. Boskerville. <laughs> six foot... I'm taller than Bosk. You're taller than Bosk? Oh, what? Yes. How are you taller than Bosk? Bosk is like seven foot tall lizard man. He's six foot three. Oh, dang. Taller than Bosk. Wait, you're six foot two. Six foot four. Are you? Measured myself the other day. Oh, dang. <laughs> they were coming, Andy. How are you taller than Boss? Yes. That's incredible. Oh, that's awful. Oh, I can't believe I thought Boss was massive. I thought Boss was like a seven foot tall lizard man. Oh, I can't believe that. Are you taller than Dengar? Uh, how are we spelling that? We're not comparing you to every single bounty hunter from the Empire Strikes Back, by the way. Why is it every time we do Star Wars, it always comes down to how tall are these people? Are you taller than IG88? You're not going to be taller as IG88. Probably not. IG88 uh, will be taller than you are. Dengar, I'm taller. He's six foot two. Okay. He's How tall is IG88? IG88 must be a seven foot tall. He's a robot, for goodness sake. I was going to say, he's a droid. He's got he's an advantage He's a droid, here. yeah. He's an IG assassin droid. He's got to be massive. If he's not, like, near seven foot tall, I've got to have that. Where's his height? <laughs> Where's his height? No, 1.96 metres, which is, like... Uh, That's, like, seven, isn't it? Uh, 190 is six foot three. Mm. Six point four three. Who's just taller? Oh dang! He's like half an inch taller. He's like six five. I don't Cause, know. Yeah, because te- technically I'm like six foot three seven five or six foot three eight. Okay. I'm like so I'm, I'm six foot round up. Oh, um, I can't believe you're taller than Boss. That's an <laughs> awful thing to imagine. <laughs> I imagine Boss is really intimidating. You know, massive lizard man. I can't believe you're taller than him. Yeah. Dang. How tall is Boba Fett? Just for my interest. Uh I bet he's like... Boba Fett. I imagine him not being at all. For some reason, I imagine him being like... Like 5'11". Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Because I don't imagine the clones being tall. No, no. Well, they're all the same size. Six foot. Yeah, that's fine. Six foot's a nice average height. The clones can be six foot tall. That's great. Yeah. The... The Trandoshan episode is actually... I I enjoy that episode a lot. There's a lot of... uh, Sort of walking connection. Who am I talking about? Star Wars. 
Oh, we've got Star Wars heights now. We're on the Star Wars hype debate, it's, are we? It's got, a, it's got people in high order. Who's the tallest guy in Star Wars? I've got to know. Uh, on this picture, it's right. Chewbacca, seven foot seven. Right, okay. Flipping heck, that's, yeah. that's How tall are you? I'm. I, I like. Oh, this is uh, right. Do you want me to be modest or do you want me to be tr- try and be honest? Be honest. If I'm being modest, I say I'm five eleven. Right. Because I know some, my my brother's six foot two, yeah. and he's taller than me. Yeah. And I'm not as tall as him, but I'm kind of. I'm taller than my dad, and my dad says he's five nine. Okay. So I'm like, I think I'm generously six foot. Uh. So you are. I'm taller than an Ewok, Corey. Let's get that straight. <laughs> Where is an Ewok on it? And a pork. Two feet eight. Two. Pork is not even. Is it even on? No. A pork's no. tiny. A pork is like a little puffin. Yeah. Who's uh, the second tallest person in your... Star Wars? Is it Tion Medon? No. Oh. It's uh, Snoke. It's Snoke. Snoke's Chewbacca's taller than Snoke. I refuse to believe that. Snoke's seven foot two, apparently. Oh, I thought KTS, Snoke was like KTS eight KTS foot tall. Seven foot one. John okay. Grievous is also seven foot one. So, yeah, Grievous You're is like seven foot. About yeah. the same height as Bib Fortuna. Not great. We want <laughs> no one <a> wonga. <laughs> You're roughly Bib Fortuna sized. No one wonga. And Han Solo, but nice. I thought I'd give you Bib Fortuna. Yeah, thank you. You know what? I'm more Bib Fortuna than I'm Han Solo. Hey, <laughs> what else did he say? I'm not sure. Jabba no battle at all. If, if I'm being technical and six foot four, I'm about Mace Windu or size of a battle droid. Oh. Or right. Count Dooku. But, but, no, you go, you're getting battle droid. Or Qui Gon Jinn. Right, no, no, you're not getting any characters that you like. You're getting battle droid. Who says I dislike a battle droid? Well, uh, maybe you like, <laughs> I like battle droids. But if you give me Bid Fortuna. <laughs> That's who you have the same height as, okay. though. It's not who you're taller than. Fair enough. Because you're, you're, yeah. A battle droid is six four. I did not imagine that. I thought battle droids were only, like only five eleven. A few people on this list are, oh. are taller than. Obviously, this isn't everyone, but Jar-Jar, Roger, Roger. Jar Jar's taller than me, apparently. Great. Well, tall is Jar Jar. Six five. Oh dang. <laughs> Missa the tallest. Missa the tallest guy. Boss Nass is Bomba- taller than Darth Vader. No, excellent. That's great. <laughs> Thanks, Boss Nass. <laughs> there you go. That's my Boss Nass impression. Yeah, he does stand up. He, yeah, he does stand up. He does stand up. He walks around in the in the planes. He does stuff. It's only been a year since I've seen Phantom Menace. Exactly. <laughs> Boss Nass, he does stand up. He does yeah, stand he does. up. Yeah. Well, actually, I've, I'll say this for the Attack of the Clones thing, but I, I've noticed George Al's hype before now. I've noticed George Al's hype before now. Yeah. Speaking of uh, ratings. Mm. We should move on to our, our real rating for the yeah. season. Now, you said something before recording, and that was you didn't put much thought into each episode like no. you did with the first season. Correct. Um, yeah, so if you're a general watcher of the show, uh, you will know that, for example, uh, for Willow, I did a thing where I Which rated... Which you enjoyed a lot. I did. Uh, I rated, I think it was 7.5. I rated it. I rated every single episode individually. And then had an average rating for the whole yes. episode to make it accurate, similar to what you know IMDb or whatever does with user ratings. Uh, I didn't do this for this because when I started watching these, I didn't start doing that for Willow yet, and I didn't no. want to go back and watch yeah, half yeah, of yeah. the episodes to re-rate them. Um, I also can't remember what I gave the first season. How much? Is, how much is this rating going to be influenced by Teo? Very much. Because if I want to get this off my chest here. Yeah. There's an episode in episode four or five. Four. I don't care. I think. It's a, a, a side quest episode of some yep. kind of racing game. It's called Rally. I got a lot of stuff. It's called like Riot Racing. Yeah. And the Sid, who the character we've not mentioned because they're a horrible character. Not great. Uh, not great, no. They're just a whiny Trandoshan yeah. woman who's like, hey, I got this new who, score. I'm not going to betray you. Yeah, spoiler then, at the end of the season, betrays them. Yeah. Teo is her sort of star racing yeah. droid. Yes. He's and a droid, therefore can know the whole track and knows the fastest way to do the track. Exactly. How tall is Teo? Do you mind just checking that while we're... Uh, sure. Te- and Corey, for some reason, loves Teo, and I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> it's every time we're talking about The Bad Batch, or we talk about this making this review, because, like, oh, I'm going to talk about how much I love Teo. Oh, Teo is really great. Teo gets destroyed twice, is a completely... Nothing character. Six and for some reason, great. And for some reason, same same <laughs> height as you, you'll be just like your hero, Teo. Are you happy with that, Corey? I'm a bit taller than Teo, actually. Oh, nice. You're a bit taller than Teo. Yeah. World well, on, you can shake hands with Teo. Would that be great? Yeah, because that's how it works. You can only shake hands with people who are the same height as you. Or smaller than you, yeah. Yeah. You can't shake hands with people who are taller than you. That means I can shake hands with you, but you can't shake hands with me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. How much do you love Teo? Just to... 
Well, okay. The, the story is, right, we, oh. we, we did episodes one to three. Yes, we did. On the show. And then... Episode four came out, and you watched it before I yeah. did. So, so, so episode four comes out, and I'm like, oh, I've seen it. I'm like, that's really good. I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, because you really like racing things, don't you? Yes. And you built up to me without telling me what it's about. Yep. You're like, oh, I really love it. I really like it. I'm like, oh, great. This will be a great episode. And then you watched and it. And I watched it, and I didn't like it at all. And then about two weeks later, you came back, and you were like, it's, uh, it's the worst episode by far. Yeah, it is. It's awful. <laughs> There's nothing happens. Well, how does that advance the plot? doesn't have how to. Does- how good does fun. That advance the plot in any reasonable way. It's, it's not like fun. Pabu. I can forgive Pabu because Pabu is like right. It's not like a sanctuary for them. It's yeah. a home. It adds to the plot because it's like a, a home base kind of thing. It's friendly to them, you know. Where there's not many places in the galaxy that are friendly to them right now. So I get it. Pabu, I can understand, but riot racing, I cannot understand. Because it's, like, it's what it's not like how the Phantom Menace people criticize the pod race, but I see it because it's a way to advance the plot. This Anakin is force sensitive. He uses the pod race as kind of a way to get through his force abilities and how good it is, and as well because they need a hyperdrive. And the only way they can get one is by winning the Boon Reeve with the prize money. Yes. Right? That is understand. That is why the pod race is in the Phantom Menace. Why is Riot Racing in the Bad Batch? Because I want you to do this right now. Legitimize this yep. to me right now. Because one, before we rate it, we might get a. Uh, right racing video game which would be very good please give us that I've recommended Racers Revenge before do it do it um, I've been waiting on an episode to do that second thing it gives Echo a nice boost of confidence because he's smarter than a droid that's it, what it is it, it's tech that goes in the right sorry race. it gives it tech aware. I keep getting it mixed up yeah. it gives I think Echo is it. on the mission with them every, with them. Time, I I, every time I save a name I've got to go wait a minute it gives Tech a nice bit of confidence because he goes, oh, I'm going to do it, but George can't do it. I'm going to go down this dangerous route and I'm not supposed to, but he does it and he wins. And then he gets a bit of confidence, a bit of, bit of rep, mm. which is completely pointless because he's dead. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> but it's just a bit of fun. Okay, it's a bit of fun. Is that bit your fun. Is a bit of fun? I, I'd like to imagine that whoever desire, I don't know if it's still... I'm, I'm not a hypocrite, by the way, because I do say that Star Wars should be fun. Yes. But I think... I, I, I do think it should be fun. I don't know if it's still... I'm um, not a stickler. I'm not. What's his name? Uh, who's the guy that did all the designs for the prequels and stuff? Uh, Doug Chang. That's it. I don't know if it's still him designing stuff for Star Wars. He does, he's just still doing it. Yeah, he does okay. work for the Mandalorian. Yeah, I like to imagine that he just got bored and just designed the droid with a spinning head and went... That's good. We've got to use this somewhere. Yeah. Just make him a... Well, yeah. No, <laughs> he may well... I've not looked into Tao that much, I'll admit. Yeah. But Star Wars is famous, as you well know. Uh, using concept art and using things that are unused. Yeah. And putting things to use that have kind of gone on the back burner or things that have, you know, have been made but, but never went out and saw yeah. or anything. And, you know, concept art is very heavily influential. Like Ralph McQuarrie's work and all of that stuff was very influential on how Star Wars is today and things that are in Star Wars today are based off concept art. Yes. There's an example. The best example I like to say is there was concept art for the ATST, which turned into the ATDP, mm-hmm. which is a different walker with, you know, a, a, a massive chin-mounted gun and, you know, quite taller that was used in Star Wars Rebels. And it's also um, the influence for another type of ATSD, which is like a, uh, a more advanced long-range ATSD as well. Teo is also uh, voiced by Ben Schwartz. Oh, nice. He, I, um, he tweeted on May the 4th that he wrote some lines for C-3PO in, in Rise of Skywalker and in Force Awakens as well. Yes, he was also a, a voice consultant for BBA, I believe. Oh, excellent. Yes. As in, the, that is, is some of his babbling, is BB-8, yeah. which is great. I'm going to rate Bad Batch Season 2. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. I was roughly in a range of 7, 7.5. It's... I was willing to give it an 8, but I brought it down because I think the, se- the Season 3 could be better. Yeah. They've, they've laid down some great stuff. Omega has a sister. Yeah. Uh, there's more advance with... Um, Stuff about Mount Tantis and, and Wayland. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. My whole thing is... The whole thing where Nala says, saying that they yeah. clone something. I think we're going to get clones of the Emperor this way. And you, you have... That is true. You have everything at the start. And then it kind of... It seems like at the end, it goes, right, crosshairs now, sent a message across. Uh, uh, Echo, no, sorry, it does kind of Omega's just got a sister stop, now. doesn't it? And it's like it everything, kind of end. everything at the end is like, okay, now here's all the questions of the last episode. Poof. Poof. Done. For next season. Next season. Enjoy that. Um, other than that, though, it's fine. It's fine. And you may get closed on it because, again, that's the whole thing of why do we need three sequel trilogies? Because the Emperor gets cloned and he's back again. Yeah. Mm. If this can explain that, 
great. Well, the Mandalorian, a does a, the Mandalorian does a bit of a job of that. Yeah. Not very much, but does a bit of a job of that. Um, but I would say a seven is fair. Okay. It's decent, and it does leave the next season to potentially... Yes, and we're very excited for the next season. We'll probably end up reviewing it, most likely. Yeah. 100%, more likely, definitely. Weekly rec, Corey, what have you got for us? So I mentioned how Ben Schwartz was the voice actor yep. for Teo. Uh, I've scrambled a bit mm-hmm. and tried to find something. And I've gone for the first thing that I found that was interesting. Uh, I tried to find Teo's best moments. Mm-hmm. doesn't exist. Apparently, according to YouTube. Someone got on that. Um, Teo compilation. Yep. Star Wars, but only Teo. Uh, it'd be the whole first episode and that's it. It'd be literally yeah. episode four and that's it. It'll it be the done. clips of him from episode four. So instead, I've got a video from two years ago from Entertainment Tonight, mm-hmm. which is the... Uh, Gonna forget it, it's fine. Arguably the most famous Star Wars voice actor, which is D. Patrick Baker. Yes. Breaking down uh no, it says each clone's voice. Yeah. It's not he's, gonna be every cloning. single clone he has voiced. It and now be... we're gonna go for CT11505. <laughs> and his voice sounds like this. Yeah. I'm a clone. Ah, oh, I've been shot. <laughs> CT11156. I'm a clone. <laughs> I'm a clone. Ah, oh, I've been shot. shot. One five five zero seven. Ah, I'm shooting. Ah, I've been shot. Yeah. Ah, and yes, now we've got crosshair. Hello, and it's like Hello. no. I'm a clone. I'm I'm a clone. Ah, I've been shot. <laughs> we say that's, that's that's every clone's line of dialogue. Yeah. But they all jump out the gunship and they're like, I'm a clone. Ah, I've been shot. Um, it's ten minutes forty five seconds. Yeah, yeah. Hunter's in the thumbnail. Hunter. No, it was obviously two years ago, so it will go into the Bad Batch people. It's season one of the Bad Batch, yeah. I can assume. And you'll probably get others as well, but he's done that have more yeah, distinct Cody, voices. Rex, yeah, Cody, Rex, Echo, Fives. But very good. Go watch that. All the famous clones. Love Bradley D. Bradley Baker. He's an amazing guy. They'll break down all the voices. He does Predator Patrick on Phineas and Ferb. I was about to try and do an impression then, but I can't. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. The clicky thing. Can't do it. D. Bradley Baker can. Exactly. As well as Captain Rex. Every time I see like he does play the platypus on every time he's going like Captain Rex is the emotional scene. It's one of those things, yeah. Where yeah, you're exactly. Like, ah. It's like the, there's a meme recently going like the same voice actor does this, this, and this. Uh, I really, I really like those. Type there of was things. um, I can't remember what it was from. Um, Shout out to you, D. Bradley Baker. You're doing great. I think it. Well, I was watching a guy, and I think it was either Elden Ring or something. Mm. Um, who was in a game and he was doing a voice uh, a voice line and he go oh, I don't know who this is it's the guy from like that Silic Bang commercial probably like the meme one where he's got a gun oh Peter Serafinowicz yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't I'm know who this is Derek <laughs> Baum and this is my kitchen yeah. gun <laughs> bang 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 and he played yeah. that and went he's a that's computer. the same guy <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> he does Darth Maul in episode one for God's sake. He plays Darth Maul in The Phantom Menace. Do you not know that? I knew, Last yeah, I did, but I didn't realise he was Stilic Bang Gunman. revenge. <laughs> he is Stilic Bang Gunman. My kitchen gun. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. He is that guy. Yeah, he's kitchen gun man. That's Peter Serafinowicz. Darth Maul does do that. Yeah, yeah. Hello, everyone, can I be bang, <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Bang. Gun, dear, I'd like to introduce you to my kitchen gun. Yeah. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. <laughs> See, lightsaber can't block bullets, can it? Yeah. Exactly. That's what Darth Maul should have done in episode one. Uh, anyway. Oh, I love, you know, I really like Peter Serafinowicz as well. He played the, the Tick in Amazon's The Tick series. Nice. I really like Peter Serafinowicz. I think he's great. Nice. That was Coy's Weekly Rec. Go and watch that. Bad, where's, what site can they find that on? YouTube. YouTube. D. Bradley Baker's. Yes. Uh, D. Bradley Baker breaks down each clone's voice each clone's from voice. Entertainment, Entertainment Tonight. To Entertainment Tonight. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed the first installment of Star Wars Month. Super excited. Getting really pumped into it. We've got some great stuff coming up, Corey, haven't we? Yes, we do indeed. Thank you very much for watching. May the Force be with you. Always. It is a goodbye from me. Goodbye. And a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.